0: Welcome to Decapod, where we're talking pop culture across a decade. And at the moment, we are speaking especially about the 1990s. And we've got a very special episode today because we are covering the two big behemoth Australian soaps, which are Neighbours and Home and Away. But before we dive into the the two magnificent beasts, we'll go to the other magnificent beast, the mighty Emmy Morgan. How are you doing, Emmy?
1: Now it's gone from Emma Morgan to Emmy Morgan to Emmy Morgan. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i didn't even notice i'd done that so that'll now stay now you uh, pointed out
1: uh, uh, yeah i'm good though yeah really good um
0: maybe in my head you'd kind of turning into eric markham gradually <laughs> excellent visual <laughs> reference
1: that's specifically for patreon there you go oh
0: speaking of patreon we have news don't we
1: we do we've Would got like one to share it yeah we've got one one what a patreon
0: excellent (laughs) it's a wonderful piece of promotion we like to tell people about our patreon no awesome (laughs) you do it okay so if you are a fan of the show which i'm sure you are because you're listening so you've clearly got excellent taste uh we also have now a patreon page um, we'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, I believe it's patreon.com forward slash decapod, but there'll be a link in the show notes over there. You can find all kinds of additional goodness. We've started off with a super duper show uh, that I've entitled Emma's Meat Market, where she's breaking down her top 10 men with the best trouser packages. And um, there's some selections in there. As always, if if you're listening or tend to give my opinion, there's some selections in there I agree with, and some selections I disagree with. And uh, just for brilliant sick um there's a point where i genuinely offender, which is fantastic she <laughs> yes. actually gets pissed yeah. off with me which and I feel if like... they go
1: if they go on patreon they'll see it yeah. <laughs> because we put the video in so you'll actually see the death stare that i think terry gets
0: and you'll see how much it affects me <laughs> Which is minimal. Um, So, yeah, uh, we've got that. There's all kinds of bonuses over there, including the chance to record your own show with us where you break down your top 10, which doesn't have to be your top 10 meat market. It can be your top 10 anything, top 10 pop figures, top 10 TV shows, top 10 men, or whatever it may be. But that's enough Patreon for now. Today we're talking neighbours and home and away. But before we do, Emma, would you like to put anything out to the dating world? Would you like to take a moment to advertise yourself to the world?
1: Just so I am available. Um, then look out, because <laughs> just keep an eye out for me. I'll um, I'll be popping up on some apps. Um, yes, I was going to say something there, but it's it would take us completely off on a tangent. But yeah, one of us is available. It's me.
0: You can find her on Twitter and on Facebook, Facebook, and on TikTok. It's a combination of Facebook, TikTok, Titter. Yeah. Uh, all those places. Um, she likes a mean man. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's Emma Shout to the World. So let's dive into Neighbours and Home and Away. What are your first thoughts when we talk about Neighbours and the Home and Away from the 90s?
1: I've got a lot of fondness for them. So, particularly neighbours so I'd say if I leaned more towards one over t'other, it would be neighbours and I watched neighbours from a very young age so I watched it from pretty much when it began in the 80s right through to when I went to yeah right through to the 2000s so yeah and I, I what I really liked about the australian soaps were our british soaps always got criticised for not being too realistic and it's like Australia looked went homer beer and went because we can do way crazier than this and uh, without getting too much into plots and things just that what I have noticed when I've made my notes about both is it's an extremely perilous place to live and there are a lot of deaths because <laughs> that's mainly what I've noted down oh when they died and when they died and when they died
0: What's it they say? There's only two certainties in life: death and taxes. Like there's only three certainties in neighbours: it's death, affairs, and marriage.
1: Yeah, massively. Um,
0: why? Why did you have that affection? Not just you. Why did the Why did the UK have that affection for neighbours and home? on away? way, well, that rhymed.
1: <laughs> did it?
0: UK in a way.
1: Oh yeah. Um. I think I think maybe a little bit because it was a little bit silly, and I think because it it was like oh, exotic Australia so it probably felt like a long way away <laughs> to our life as well and I don't know I think it was I think it was just a tonic because if you think about EastEnders, such a bleak kind of so whereas although there were all these deaths generally there were a lot of zany kind of storylines in Neighbours and Home and Away more neighbours I think like Neighbours had an episode, I don't know if it featured in the 90s or not, but it had Bouncer's Dream. There was an episode about Bouncer the dog having a little dream. Now that is the kind of thing you want to be watching. And I guess as well, this is another one of those occasions where we were the perfect age for those soaps at that time, I reckon. So young going into sort of early teens, we're, we're just lapping that up. And and you know what? The thing that occurs to me now is you'd expect it to be about about eye candy. But like, apart from a couple of crushes, that, that didn't really bother me. I was more keen on people like Harold. And... <laughs> Not in that way, but Harold and Alf, because they had the good lines. They were funny. Yeah.
0: Um... Yes, Bouncer's Dream was on my list. I've made some highlights <laughs> down. Uh, it was 1991, and he dreamt that he married the next-door neighbor's dog <laughs> called Rosie. And Aww. I went back and I watched a YouTube clip because it was brilliant because, uh, oh, crap, what's his name? Um, oh, Joe Mangle. Um, yeah. And his uh, wife, Kerry, I believe, if I remember yeah, correctly. Um, they were talking. About their wedding day, and they had the video on, and they were talking about oh, I wonder if bouncer dreams of it, and then that's when they went into the dream sequence, which was mm. brilliant. No, it wasn't actually the dream sequence was crap. I watched it again, and it doesn't even look very good. It's just like oh. bouncer and them sat together. I want them, you know, running through a meadow, jumping over the 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 hay and stuff. That would have been good. But yeah, I mean, for me, I think it was it was more. I don't know if it's just me or whatever, but neighbours and home in a way, it was it was more because it was sort of charming and it was harmless. I know all those people died, but it never felt real. You know, you never felt like you, like you watched the... the. um how do I say that? There was a couple of bits that broke me, John Neighbours and Home and Away, but you watch the, the the British soaps. They, they, they feel quite real sometimes. I mean, I've not mm. watched them for years, but thinking back, and I don't know whether that's just because they're local, so you can almost envisage it, you can believe it, and the, the Australian ones were away. but it just felt charming and, and harmless, and we were speaking to, before the show, and I mentioned to you that I think I edged Home and Away, and I'll try to work out why. And I think it's just because Neighbours was always, like, dark, it whatever particular sunny, but Home and Away was always sunshine. And um, I appreciate that's, you know, different parts of the the country, but I think that's why I was always more endeared towards uh, to, to Home and Away, because it felt like a different place, whereas Neighbours was like, it felt like Manchester just to look at it in terms of Skyline
1: yeah it did I actually remember again it will be in the 80s I remember when Scott Charlene and Henry and Mike they went to the beach and I remember thinking as a kid like it's not sunny it was like really gray and overcast and obviously that's just like the way they had to film it that on that day but I remember thinking that it was always a bit gray in um, Ramsey Street
0: yeah and now you say that, I can remember a similar episode. I don't know if it was the same one, but it just feels a bit anticlimactic. It's a bit like, well, I could see that in Emmerdale, you know, <laughs> but in Norman Away, it, it always looked windy. I can remember it being windy, but it looked... I don't know mm. where they were set. I should have checked out to see where each each one was set. Where's, where's Neighbours set? that's a oh, bit more famous, isn't
1: it? I don't know, but I know you can go visit it.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know if the place name is made up. Anyway, um, but yeah,
1: Erinsborough, Erinsborough is, it's, it's an anagram of Neighbours.
0: Right. Okay. I didn't know that.
1: Hmm. There um, you go. Home and Away's fictional one is Summer Bay, but that is not an anagram of Home and Away.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, it was, I don't know, I don't know. I, my mum loved watching soaps. So when Neighbours and Home and Away kicked off, it was always like if I was home from school, we'd watch it at lunchtime or... I'll come home from school and watch it, and it was my evening ritual. I can remember talking about this on one of the, the, the Decapod yearly episodes we did, um, and my friends used to, you know, joke and shout, are you after Neighbours? I'm like, yeah, i am not been out before. I want to watch Neighbours, I need to find out what's happened. I remember it being ah. like a real thing, and then I think I probably watched it up until early 2000s, um, so even sort of late teens and early 20s, maybe just still watching it or... Not yeah. maybe not as religiously, but but definitely towards the end of the night is still watching it quite quite a lot. Um also you know what? a of a, Oh sorry go a lot of attractive people in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's kind of gone past me a bit. You know what I liked that I think is particularly harmonious considering they were on rival TV channels. What was lovely was that you could watch home and away and it ended just in time for neighbours to start. And I think that's just beautiful.
0: So I know you said you had a favorite, but you've heard me talk about favorite and best before. Do you think one was better than the other? Which was the best Australian soap? Neighbors. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't think I think one was better than the other. Neighbors was definitely a bit more daft. Home and yeah. away felt a bit more serious. I mean, the greatest Australian soap of all time, we can't talk about now because it's from the 70s, which was Prisoner of Cell Blockage. <laughs> That's soap. It was a soap. Oh, it counts.
1: drama.
0: Uh, same thing. Um, but I mean, the the cast was pretty much the same on, on both <laughs>
1: on the shows <laughs> yeah, yeah. anyway.
0: Um, oh, very much looking forward to In *Prisoner* cell blockage. When can, can we do that next?
1: Yeah, if we do seventies.
0: Right, deal sorted with mm-hmm. Um All right, so well, let's let's speak about speak about the shows individually a little bit. What do you want to tackle first?
1: Um, I don't mind. This is another thing have <laughs> discussed it before. Can we do Home and Away? Get it out of the way.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could discuss it before. I won't ask you the question. You could just answer. You know, one or the other. We could pretend we've discussed it before. Let's <laughs> let's go Home and Away and not try and kid people that we actually put planning into the show. So um, have you got any highlights from Home and Away? Have you got any overriding feelings? anything that stand out for you?
1: Right, so my favourite dynamic was Alpha Marilyn in the Shop. Um, I loved that comedy duo thing that they had going on. I thought that was genuinely brilliant. I have also written down Bobby's ghost appearing in the fridge. Um, And Selena and the bee in her can of Coke, because I'm still paranoid about drinking cans in the summertime because of her experience with the bee.
0: I don't remember that episode. Um, And you'd think that would, you know, trigger a brain because I I don't like bees particularly or wasps or anything that's... Anything with wings, I'm not particularly keen on. I
1: was going to say a really stupid thing that I'm so glad I didn't.
0: I'm really annoyed you didn't. Um, Furry wings in particular. moths and butterflies, no. I'll go around (laughs) him. And, uh, you know, if you're considering Patreon, it's worth it just for the <laughs> the expression on Emma's face when I spoke about fairy wings. I honestly <laughs> do not know what's caused that.
1: Yes. Right, uh, well, I'm not going to talk about fairy wings. Fair um, enough.
0: Um, but no, I don't remember the episode. The interesting thing for me was I uh, started writing down some of the key storylines I could remember. Um, and then I went and had a look for, I just had a browse online at, at some see if anything else triggered my memory from other stories, because it is, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Um, And it's there were a lot of storylines I don't remember, even from the time I watched. You Now, I watched Home and Away and Neighbours, to be fair, but I watched them both, often twice a day, every day. And I'm surprised at how much doesn't remember, and I think that maybe it was... I described it earlier on as, like, charming and uh, harmless... I think maybe that's it. It was probably something I had on whilst I was doing something else. So whether I was, I don't know, doing homework or, or whatever, I don't know. And it's something I've had on in the background. I'm so not paying a massive amount of attention to And it's only when something impactful happens, like Bobby's head appearing in the fridge, um, which I'd wrote down in one of my key storylines, because that was Alsa Stewart. It's pronounced Alsa is I remember that, right? Yeah. Alsa yeah. Stewart, who I think at the time she was having a nervous breakdown. And yes. She's having some medication, and then all of a sudden, Bobby's ghost. Was it was Bobby a daughter?
1: No, Bobby was part of the whole Pippa and the Foster children yes. um, family. Yeah. And Pippa, obviously, a very famous example of they just changed the actress. Yeah, completely different as well. Original Pippa, blonde hair. New Pippa, long brown hair. It wasn't that they even tried to get a look alike.
0: Yeah, there was no hiding it. It was just done. It's like, uh, I can remember him changing it, and you knew it was Pippa straight away. I don't know mm-hmm. whether they'd actually done it. So they called her by a name straight away in that episode or something, but, but you knew who it was. But it only took like an episode or two to get over it. And then it was <laughs> forgotten. Old oh, Pippa. Yeah. Unlike the Fresh Prince of Bel Air that we spoke about before, where mm. that, that stuck with me. I didn't get over that Bye. at all. Never got over that one. Either way. Um, yeah, so that 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 I remember even when when was that? That was in '95. That was so I would have been what, 13 around that age, and I think I'm a bit confused by someone else because I, I think Bobby at the time had been dead about two years, mm-hmm. so it's someone that had been out of the show for a while, and all of a sudden popped him in his head, and that's that feels more like a neighbour storyline to me.
1: No, I said I think neighbors ever went that kind of weird i'll tell you one that i noted down which i'd forgotten about but when i saw it when i looked through the wikipedia page i was like oh my god they did because it said home and away had more trouble with some of its storylines because it was more hard hitting at times and it had a school siege
0: yes it did (laughs) I can't remember it. I can't remember what happened. I remember there being a school siege, but I don't really remember yeah, what
1: happened. Yeah, same. Like, and I made sure that's so in 1996, so a year after Bobby in the Fridge. But um, And then that reminded me of um, Don Fisher, who was um, the, the headmaster, wasn't he? Or the principal. Um, so, yeah. And it's weird for me. I can remember Neighbours storylines much more vividly. But I definitely remember that school siege. But I'm like you; I couldn't tell you who got caught up in it. Obviously, Don would have been. That'd be all I would know. It was just, was Don with Marilyn at one point?
0: They were married.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was quite. She was quite a lot younger.
0: Yeah, because he was essentially Very just dumb. an old bloke. He was the principal at school, wasn't he? And um, she was. There must have been about thirty years age difference there. Yeah. Um, but she went out of it. Well, she went out a while, and she came back a few times. But, but yeah, they were together. But, it's, um, no, I don't know. I always felt like Home and Away was a bit more serious, and Neighbours as well. I felt like Home and uh, Sorry Neighbours was a bit. They do the, some of the random episodes. And, and you know, I know this isn't 90s, but anyone listening, I'll, I'll try and remember, I'll put a link in show notes. Um, there's a brilliant Zombies episode. <laughs> and this is, like, from 2014. So, obviously, this is the 90s. But Paul Robinson somehow unleashes a plague of zombies on Ramsey Street. And it's, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, but I'm gonna come back to home anyway. Because I'm gonna tell you. I started writing down uh, four or five of the, the big storylines that stuck in my head. And I'm gonna talk through the first three because I want you to see if you can notice a, a pattern in the first three. <laughs> uh-huh. So the first Isle one. Wrote, Fisher. No, yeah. the first one I wrote down was Shane dies on the annover- mm-hmm. on his wedding anniversary of Angel, because he got a cut on his finger and he got like septicitis or something, and he died on the wedding anniversary of Angel. And that was 1996. The second one that I remembered was the flood um, where Michael died. Michael, who i have forgotten his name. I'd stuck that but that was Pippa's husband. He died saving someone uh. and then drowned in the flood. At the same time, Angel was giving birth.
1: Uh.
0: Um, and she gave birth. And that was after Shane had died as well. So that was sad. And the third one, Angel gets hit by uh, Alf's car and then somehow manages to walk down the aisle afterwards. as oh, you notice the correlation between them three?
1: Who plays Angel?
0: Melissa George plays There we Angel. go.
1: There, there it is. Didn't um, she go on to be in horror movies as well?
0: Uh, I think she's done a couple. Oh, yes, she... Oh, I don't know. If, yeah, yeah they're Not having a bit of a horror, but she's been in some scary movies. Yeah. Um, and some good films as well. Oh, i got a lonely place to die. That was a cracking film. I think mean, that's set in the UK, it might be set in Wales. Either way, um, yes, I was a, a big Melissa George fan. Um, I don't think that was just the reason, but that's probably why they stick in my brain. But I, they stuck out for me. I can remember Alf Ramsey running her over <laughs> and then getting upset, and I, I genuinely got a bit um. like emotional but then she managed to walk down the aisle and that was in 1995 and i think you remember right there's like a big surprise she wheeled to end at church and then just stands up and walks down
1: oh was it angel or selena that the first entrance into the show was she pretended to throw bugs on her dinner in the cafe but got caught out doing it? it was either her or selena
0: I have no idea. I think yeah. they were both troublemakers when they first come into yeah. it. All, all the best characters start off as troublemakers, including one yeah. of the best characters of all time, which was Toadie and Neighbours, starts off uh-huh. as a troublemaker and then goes on to be the regular stalwart. Yeah. Um, the other one I mentioned, uh, the, when Shane died, so we, they married in 95 and she she'd been hit by a car, somehow miraculously recovered to walk down the aisle, and then a year later, on the wedding anniversary, Shane cuts his finger and, and, and dies of, of some sort of poisoning while she's pregnant. And uh, mm. what a traumatic year that is. Yeah. Uh, and then, a few months later, there's a great flood. And then she gives birth, um, which I think she named after Shane. I think you called him Shane or something similar.
1: Oh, I, now that I remember, because I remember I remember rolling my eyes at that. <laughs> um
0: yeah and then the other one i mentioned uh Elsa, and the other uh sort of storyline noted down was um meg dying on the beach in blake's arms do you remember okay. that one right now this was one that when i was looking through that i'd forgotten until i saw it and i'm like who's meg meg mm. dying and it's because she was only in the show for about three months and what happened, she turned up and the um Blake was a kind of heartthrob dude and he fell for her, but his mum kept trying to, her mum, sorry, kept trying to talk him out of it. And eventually it turns out that's because she had leukemia. So oh. she didn't want to get involved because she knew she only had a few months to live and it ended up where she died. They were like sat on the beach and she's sort of led in his arms and she died like Right. Mm. That's the wrong word, but you know, like, nicely. Do you, do you know what I mean? Um, uh, what's the word? Peacefully. Uh, while they're watching, it was either the sunrise or the sunset, one or the other. And when I would look at that, I remember that. I can remember, I remember that, that actually. Bit. It bothered me a little bit. Mm. I don't remember the whole storyline, but I remember that that dying pit. And, and I remember having a leukemia, and it's like really, really sad. Really sad. Yeah. And I think, if I'm being honest, that's often the sign of a good soap or like a a long-running drama is when they can make you feel that way. You know, you've heard me talking about getting you in the fields. It's like, that's if a soap can do that to me or any kind of long-running drama for 10 years, then it's clearly doing somewhat right.
1: Yeah, but it'd be interesting, wouldn't it, if it could have that impact on us at this age?
0: I... I don't think it would because I've not gone back to it recently but I have like stumbled across it now and again and it it seems to be more based around the teenagers now the school mm-hmm. kids which wouldn't <laughs> be appealing particularly
1: it, Yeah but it was originally but we just happened to be the teenagers <laughs> alongside them that's why it was hard hitting because we were their age now we'd be their parents
0: Yeah maybe but I I, I do think there was more like you mentioned like the, the sort of the elves and the harolds you know the, the, I think, and again I've not watched it, so I could be wrong on this, but I think it's it's even more. Let's put it that way. It's even more mm. focused on on the the teenagers rather than encapsulating everything. Although I think Alfie's still in Home Anyway. Alf? Yeah.
1: He must be about eighty. I think that's he's still amazing. in it. Oh, that's awesome!
0: I know I was in it a few years ago. Um, so Sally,
1: little whiny Sally, because she was uh, she was in it from a kid, wasn't she? right through to grown up like the Ian Beale of Home and Away
0: she wound up being the I'm going to use the word, she wound up being the principal of the school
1: oh did she yeah I don't
0: oh, know wow. if she's still in it but she worked her way up from that age to actually <laughs> running the school I think that's really impressive <laughs> that's <laughs> career progression that if is? you want to learn how to progress your career just go back and watch Home and Away from when <laughs> Sally started to run the school and just copy whatever she does yeah. that's how you achieve things in your life kids
1: If, yeah, as long as what you want is to be a principal of an Australian high school that could come under siege.
0: Yeah, or you can toss it off for 39 years then just start a podcast. You can toss what off? Toss it off. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I swear I'm getting cleaner and you're getting dirty.
1: I'm going through a phase.
0: Yes, I know anyone listening, you know, TikTok, email, Twitter, FaceTalk, whatever, you know. <laughs> just don't message me by mistake, please. I don't want to deal with that.
1: <laughs> you were going to vet people for me originally. Now it's just like... Yeah, no, but I now I know the your people own. you're
0: advertising to. I don't want to deal with that. I don't need that on my... I've got enough to deal with. <laughs> <No>. yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, sorry, I won't. Uh, so any what else? Um, tell you someone else who um, I noted down not noted down noted down as a name was Irene, who was another one she came in like really mean, Irene, and then she became more lovable. They developed her character as well, didn't they? You're gonna tell me now, she died as well.
0: <laughs> oh, no, she died. I know that, yeah, she she was uh, she came in, she was someone's mum, wasn't she, and she was like, um an alcoholic and yeah. nasty and I don't know if she beat beaten but she was you know that kind of a mum and then somehow turned the corner and she took kind of the pippa role I think of um yeah. I don't know if she was necessarily fostering but uh, again it's another one of those that, that did progress people quite well now mm. you want to they did it quickly you know it's like <laughs> two weeks after you know stopping alcohol she'll be you know, running a foster home <laughs> with seventeen kids or whatever. So it was all done quickly, but it, they did, you know, change people and keep people in that same role for too long. But I have wrote down my ten favorite home and away characters. Uh, would you like to hear them?
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Okay. These are in a massive. These are in an order, so I'm going to try and put them in at some sort of an order to go. But I'm going to say the first one because you'll be disappointed with this one, which was Sally Fletcher.
1: Uh-huh.
0: you already say you didn't she like Sally Square? Yeah, I think it's because of... I think it's longevity.
1: I think <laughs> yeah. that's what it is.
0: She's, she's like the... Um, I don't know. She's the steadfast piece of furniture that never lets you down. That's yeah. why we like Sally Fletcher. So tying in with Sally Fletcher was Pippa Ross.
1: Um,
0: who was just lovely. Which one? I, do you know what? I think Eva.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I can't really remember the difference. I can remember the difference in looks, but I can't remember the difference in characters. I'm guessing they played very similar. They were both lovely people. And in the end, didn't she move away? They finally talked her into Mm -hmm. um, moving. I'll tell you a quick flashback. This has always stuck in my head and this has helped me with my stepson um, was when Michael died and then Tom came on the picture and they eventually moved in and it was Sally that came down and asked Tom to fix the hairdryer or something. And he's like, I'll do it later. And she got some off and got upset. It's like, Michael would have done it straight away. And I'm like... Need to prioritize your stepchildren, you know. You do. Uh so yeah, I learned from that. Home and away, educating the nation from a young age. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Irene is on my list of top and to favourite is on your list. No, not on that list. <laughs> no, no, I haven't done my list.
1: <laughs> I'm uh, just making it for you now.
0: It'll come at some point. Well,
1: we've got Sally, Pipper, and Irene. It's juicy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right, so a little bit of background, sort of information, not background, backstage stuff for you. We are talking before the show about how Emma keeps putting images in my head. And you got to be a bit careful of what you say because of the consequences of your actions. I've now got the image of Sally, Pippa and Irene in my head. Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> you see as well. Just keep saying that word. <laughs> who's next? Who are we adding? Who's, who's coming in next?
0: Elsa Stewart. Um so this uh we've got the awesome foursome and um uh, who was always kind of seen as like the uh, a bit like Pipper, a bit of a goody two-shoes and i'm gonna carry on talking might just cry with laughter. um was always kind of seen as a bit of goody two-shoes but then it later turned her out later turned out she'd killed her dad when she was younger what, what's concerning me now is your reaction Your you're even more hysterical <laughs> after when I said she killed her dad. Because
1: it was the um, the awesome force, <laughs> brilliant. I'm so happy that <laughs> so happy that the video is going out for this. Oh <sighs> right, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Right, Elsa, she killed her dad.
0: Yeah. Bad times. Did she go to was... prison
1: for it? I, I,
0: I think she did. I think she did before she came into the show. I think that was the storyline.
1: Oh, but wasn't there something about... Yeah, I kind of remember this, about every now and then, someone would kind of say to Elsa, who remember you passed. And I think Elsa wasn't allowed to drink, and I think she fell off the wagon at some point as well, maybe. I can't um,
0: remember. I don't remember that. I just remember she... I, mean, I think it was pre-home, run away, sort of in the storyline before that she, she'd done it because he was not a very pleasant father either. That's probably yeah,
1: I feel like, yeah, there was reason. That's why I think she didn't go to prison because I think there was reasons why she did it.
0: Okay, so I don't believe I could keep those four women satisfied, so I'm going to throw into the McDonald Donald Fisher as <laughs> another know. of my favourite characters.
1: <laughs> we know he's going to be all right.
0: Yeah, because I'm also adding in Marilyn...
1: Well, he'll be distracted now.
0: <laughs> I think we'll all be distracted by Nat Marilyn in that list.
1: She was very pretty, Marilyn, wasn't she? She played that ditzy. I think they I think the giving her the name Marilyn was quite deliberate. Um, but she was a wonderful character and played perfectly by the actress. Yeah, who, I think she played well. Who then had a little jaunt in Emmerdale? Oh, yeah,
0: I've forgotten about that.
1: That's probably along where the she Washington. went. Well, I wondered, you know, like she said she left it for a bit, then she was back in it. I wonder if she was in Emmerdale while she was absent there. Hmm.
0: I, wonder if it was a, I wonder if she was called Marilyn. Was it like a crossover?
1: I can't remember, but there's at least one character that's done that. They've turned up in another soap with the same name. It might be Brookside and Hollyoaks. Brookside and Hollyoaks, I think, have done it because they're both set very close together. I
0: didn't really watch them.
1: Oh, I love Brookside.
0: Oh, I watched it for The Lesbian Kiss and that was it.
1: Uh-huh. Well, yeah. There was, oh, I loved it. Anyway.
0: Um, yeah, so I've also got Shane. Shane Parrish was in because he was a character that I don't think was in it that long, but he seemed to have a lot of storylines. He was, again, another one that started mm. out as a bit of a rebel and then I think Angel tamed him and then obviously cut his finger and died, which is quite sad. Yeah. Uh, Shannon. Shannon who was played by Isla Fisher. Um, Not a very good character, if I'm being honest, but it's played by Isla Fisher. She
1: was quite whiny as well, wasn't she?
0: But Isla Fisher, I'm going to say the name again. Uh, we also got Alf Stewart, who would have to have been anyone's favourite list of of Home and Away characters, because let's face it, he's just an icon of television. Uh, And then my favourite character would have been Angel, not just because she was like... Ridiculous, not was is ridiculously attractive. But we we spoke on a recent podcast about personalities. I was even at that age massively drawn to the personality of Angel. I don't know why. I don't know what it was. I was just drawn to, it. and even Melissa George, the actress or actor, sorry. Um, now when I see her in interviews and stuff, I'm always warm to her. I think she's a bit di- not ditzy. That's the wrong word. Um, zany almost. Mm-hmm. She's a bit a bit nuts, and I like that. I like people that are a bit nuts. So I think I'm drawn to one. I think that's why, because that comes out in a character sometimes.
1: That's cool. I wonder if they, I think they were trying to be home and away Scott and Charlene, the golden couple, but less deaf with Scott and Charlene because they just got to move away.
0: Less deaf. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I always got the feeling they weren't really competing. I always got. The feeling that neighbours was a slightly bigger show, uh, sort of in terms of popularity and po- popularity and standing, but I never really felt like a competition. I think it's like you said because one started before the other. They mm. never put them on in 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 competition. So
1: yeah, which is very similar. Which is weird, though, isn't it? Because similar with EastEnders and Coronation Street. So obviously Coronation Street started decades before EastEnders did. But EastEnders, even though they are big rivals now, they still don't go up against each other on the time slots.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think they've, the only time they've ever done it, I think, is just like when they've done like an extended episode and it's yeah. run over. But no, I don't know whether that's like an amicable agreement between the networks or whatever. Who knows? But yeah, that's me. That's my big storyline from Home and Away and my 10 favourite characters or 10 most memorable characters. Have you got anything to add to Home and Away at all,
1: Um, I don't think so one thing I do remember and I kind of felt the same way about neighbours as well I just always thought their school uniforms just looked really nice and I was really jealous of them and some of that would have been certainly into the latter part of watching it and being a, a grammar school where to wear a stupid blazer and it had uniform policy where your skirt had to be two inches below your knee the, their school uniforms just look really like, just like really cool in comparison. And I was quite jealous of them.
0: I don't really remember having strong feelings about the school uniform.
1: <laughs> the dresses that the girls got to wear were lovely.
0: I don't really remember having strong <laughs> feelings about the school uniform. Man, you know, I liked my school. Oh no, I think in a primary school. Because uh, I went to a primary school called Summerfield Primary. And the mascot was like a little son with arms and legs. And I I really Uh -uh. liked it. And it used to be like, right, big on jumper. And I'm like, oh, I used to quite like that. And uh, in high school, they didn't have that in in the high school. No. Because it's high school and you're not allowed sort of fun stuff.
1: Uh uh. Just knives.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Just, no, I don't think you're allowed knives. (laughs) I don't think it's encouraged. I would imagine they would rather you came in with the wrong jumper than a knife. (laughs) But, you know. Whatever. <laughs> All right, so Neighbours.
1: Neighbours, what are your thoughts on Neighbours? Uh, yeah, it, absolute class. Um, I'm, I'm actually a little bit disappointed in myself that I've stopped watching it, but it did move to Channel 5, which would have tarnished it for me a little bit. So, um, yeah, I don't really know. Sort of, what well, again, I've made very sketchy notes just, random names on a page basically i have nothing as sophisticated as a top 10 but i could just pick off some of the bigger points that i remember
0: go through. it let's see if you have any crossover
1: okay so i haven't um date checked any of these so some of these might oh no i'm, I'm pretty sure no all right so i'm going in with this one because i get to do an impression of madge if i do this one and this was so um, when harold disappeared and there was that episode where she half old, half old, <laughs> and she did that right at the end of the episode. Uh, now this is one of my favourite ever storylines because he went missing for about two or three years. She never gave up, and he like I think he swept out to sea, and then and then a few years later that someone had gone, they'd gone away from the region of Erinsborough and they found him. And he was working in, I think he was working in the Salvation Army, but had got complete memory loss but they still brought him back and then eventually one day he just remembered who he was again because that's how amnesia works it's just you just spend. maybe it does I don't know it seemed a little bit implausible to me Uh, almost as implausible as just washing away to sea and then conveniently washing up on another beach like what are the odds what are the chances
0: well, I will say, just, that's just springing a memory for me. and I think this was early 2000s, so, but the amnesia for that is more believable than amnesia that... I'll say that again. The amnesia that occurred to Harold is more believable than the amnesia that occurred to Susan Kennedy, oh, yeah. who slipped on some milk <laughs> and then all of a sudden thought she was 16 again. And I think that was early, early 2000s, and I think that's about the time I went, yeah, I think I'm done with neighbours now. I think I'm done with my soaps. I'm um, off to watch The Bill.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, um, the, the
0: Harold thing, that was massive. I mean, it, it disappeared in 91, and it came back in 96. Oh, was it five? It was, a, it was a long time, and I can I can distinctly remember that when he went, there was, like, a pair of glasses left on. Yeah. There. And I don't think I was upset, upset. Obviously, I wasn't happy about it. I can remember my mum saying to me something like... Um, has he gone, though? Has he disappeared? I thought, are you, like, ragging neighbours or something? <laughs> I don't think it was ever the plan for him to come back five years later, but they definitely left it open because they never found his body. Whereas I think, I mentioned before about the flooding in Home and the way when Michael disappeared, they found his body. Mm. And I think that any time a soap does that, they're leaving it open just in case. Yeah. And there was that there was That was other one. It was Neighbours. forgot a name now. D. Uh, no, um, there was an older woman, not Helen Daniels, but someone of that ilk, who went on a cruise and just never came back <laughs> and was never mentioned again on the show. I don't
1: remember that, but it sounds very neighbours.
0: Yeah, I-, I think it was just a case of the actress, decided, I keep saying actress, the actor decided mm. to stop playing and then <laughs> just, okay, well, just don't come back <laughs> oh, and never okay. mentioned again.
1: Um so I went to D because it was almost. Can you remember that? I think this might have been after the nineties, but Toadie and D, and that whole kiss me, wife, <laughs> kissed while they were driving, then drove off a cliff.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, it, it wasn't in the two thousands, but it's like if you think that the um, the Shane and Angel episode, it's like if you're doing competition, it's like yeah. oh, you're down the wedding anniversary. Well, we'll kill them on the wedding day. <laughs> like, where's the cliff? You know, yeah, I was a joke in there about a cliffhanger somewhere, but you know,
1: yeah.
0: uh, but no, that was 2000, so we can't talk about that. No. Anything else from, from neighbors? Uh,
1: yeah, so I've also got so that I've got another good example, sort of the neighbors' example of Irene. So you've already mentioned him, Joe Mangle. He came in as very grumpy, nobody liked him, wasn't very nice, and obviously, Mrs. Mangle's. Was his son or grandson? I forget which, but related to Mrs. Mangle. So mean, nobody really liked him. And then what they knew was was that Joe was just upset because he needed to meet the love of his life. So he met Kerry, who was eco warrior supreme. She had a little baby daughter called Sky. Sky got bitten by a spider when when they went on a picnic once. And Joe was finally happy, and he became a nice person. So obviously they killed Kerry. And that is one of the scenes that I remember really sticking around. And I do remember being upset by it because it's that awful bit that like, she's in some field. She's gone to a protest or something, hasn't she? And did she get shot? And, yep. uh, and it's that, I remember this image of him running through the field and another one going, Kerry, oh. Kerry. That must be like, how you And uh, there was loads of water and him picking her up oh that and then it's like why why would you do that to him why would you do that but then I, I think he does get he does recover and remarries and then um i can't who did he remarry who did he marry afterwards
0: i have no idea but no i and we with you i remember that scene vividly it was um she was protesting or not not just protesting but trying to save the ducks essentially yeah. they were hunters trying to kill ducks she was trying to save them and if i remember correctly wasn't she pregnant at the time
1: Oh, possibly. Oh, oh no, she couldn't have been. They wouldn't kill a pregnant woman. I'm she, pretty really? confident that oh. she was
0: carrying uh, as well, and Did I'm they say with the you. Baby? No. Oh, I'm with you. I, I mean, we would have been eight at the time because I we're, we're similar age. Aren't we? I think you're older, we're but the, whatever. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll use myself. Um, but yeah, she. Um, I can remember that. That broke me. Mm. it properly did even at the age of eight and there's not much when i'm watching tv or, or films there's very little i mean i, I do i get upset i feel the and stuff but there's very little that breaks me um we've spoke before about the film moulin rouge that mm-hmm. that destroys me i am not going to give spoilers about anything that happens although you know saying it destroys me you can take a guess but and then the same with avengers endgame that that absolutely destroys me um i can't think of anything else off the top of my head but but this was probably the first thing that absolutely broke me when watching TV. Uh I can just and I think that even at that age, I can you can feel the the way Joe was feeling. Mm. And it's like now when I think of it, it's like, um, you know, I'm married, I think, God, if anything happened to Emma. I mean, don't get me wrong, she'd never try and save a duck. She's she's not <laughs> that in, not that inclined. You know, she wanted to save me, so we don't yeah. need to worry about that kind of stuff. But it's like, oh, I can, I can feel that, and I, weirdly, I could feel that at the time. So yeah, that's that was like, that was one of the first things that I wrote down when I was like, it's, it's etched in my brain. And again, at eight years old, remembering stuff from nineteen ninety, that it, it clearly shows the impact it had.
1: Yeah. Whereas um a later death of Helen Daniels. I only remember with comedic value because I always remember little Hannah Martin, who was sat holding her hand, and and it's also. The amazing timing of Dr. Carl Kennedy, who should just happen to do a house call to come and see how she was so that he could pronounce it at the scene. And I always remember I used to be able to do a really good impression of her, but I can't anymore. But like Hannah being like she'd been like it for a while and they didn't know what to say. Um and I just think that's funny. Um and just over over Hammy, over Hammy Hannah acting.
0: I mean, she just sort of died. That's the word I was looking for, peacefully. That's the word mm-hmm. I was looking for before. She just died peacefully asleep on the sofa, didn't she? Holding
1: Hannah's hand. Was yeah.
0: it? All right. Um, so, Hannah Martin, whose father was Phil Martin, or uh-huh. Philip Martin, what what connection is there with Philip Martin and Helen Daniels? What did Helen Daniels do for Phil? Can you remember? She stood in for him for something.
1: Oh, no, I don't know, because I know Julie, is wife, she's the connection to the family, because she's Jim Robinson's sister.
0: Do you remember the name Philippa Martinez?
1: No. Right.
0: So, uh, Phil, or Philip Martin, uh, started writing erotic literature <laughs> under the pseudonym <laughs> Philippa Martinez. But then Philippa Martinez won an award for best erotic literature or something and he didn't want to come out and say it was him so helen went and him the him for him at award ceremony
1: that's amazing the storyline i always remember that involved that family so you had him and he had he had two children but they were julie's stepchildren so he had a, a daughter and a son and hannah was their child so um what the stepchildren did, because the son in particular hated Julie, they gaslit her. So they started trying to persuade her that she was um, going crazy and nearly succeeded in her being put like on a psych ward or something like that. Um, And I always remember that. I remember thinking, that's really bad to try and do that to someone. And I just remember thinking, that made me feel really uncomfortable because they messed around with like I think she might have been on migraine medication or something like that and they messed around with like if she'd taken it or not it's
0: I'm really pleased that you brought it up and that you agree that that's a really bad thing because I'm going to tell you a current story right now because my wife is currently doing the same thing to me she's (laughs) trying to drive me well not trying to drive me she's trying to make me feel like I'm insane for example she keeps swapping the drawers where the tea towels go To make me think that I'm going insane. Now, she claims she isn't. She claims that I just forget where the tea towels go. But no, she's definitely swapping them around. Now, it's not just tea towels, it's all kinds of stuff. It's like, I'll put my keys down and then I'll go to get them and they won't be there and she'll magically know where they are and somehow try and make it all like me, like I forgot where I put my keys. But no, she's trying to drive me insane. So I'm glad you think that that's a really bad thing.
1: Um, Why haven't you just got a key hook?
0: We've got a key drawer. And what I tend to do is I tend to put them on the unit where the key drawer is.
1: And then does she put them in the drawer where they're supposed to be?
0: Yeah, all right, whatever. (laughs)
1: Nice try. Um, Yeah, so I've got that. The other notable death i got was Jim Robinson's. Um, Jim... Jim Robertson or Alan Dale, who uh, an ex-ex-ex-boyfriend and I noted, everything he then went into died in. So he went into a lot of American shows after that and was always killed off in a few episodes. So it was like the curse of Jim Robertson. I remember that vividly. Uh, He was in the kitchen, I think. um, And I think someone could have maybe even helped him and didn't. there was something like going on there but remember that i always remember thinking the robinson's house was amazing
0: yeah yeah i mean i'm not gonna lie i've kind of got distracted because when you started off saying that you said jim robinson my ex-boyfriend
1: oh no no (laughs) (laughs) wow (laughs) me and and ad
0: yeah that's quite impressive
1: it would have been
0: but Yeah, um, no, you've said that I, I can't remember what it was, but there was something fishy about his death. Yeah. I don't think it was intentional, I think someone stood by and let him die. I think you're right because he had a heart attack, didn't he? Yeah, and I seem to remember falling on the tap and knocking the tap. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. It's weird the things your brain remembers.
1: Yeah, um, and I'd written down oh, two of his, so I've written down Todd and Josh, but I'm not going to talk about that because talked about that in depth when we we kind of mentioned neighbors in an earlier episode. Acid and in I-
0: the eyes, acid in the eyes. <laughs>
1: In the eyes, oh Josh, oh bless. Um, I did look him up actually, not aged that well. Um, and I can't remember. Did I mention a bit with Libby Kennedy the last time we talked about because it? it is one of my all time favorite bits? Yeah, <laughs> where she takes the photo of the uh of the arm, but the people think it's a buttocks, and um, Carl gets really angry. Um, oh, the one that's just like. Something that's just completely flying back in my head. She had a younger brother, Billy, who was a swimmer, but he was asthmatic. And he had that actor had, because I used to have asthma as a child and a teenager and his rendition of an asthma attack, (laughs) very strange, (laughs) because apparently he thinks if you have an asthma attack, you just kind of (laughs) go. Whereas actually what happens is you feel like your throat's completely closed off. (laughs) You can't make any noise at all. Uh, So there you go.
0: Um speaking of the Kennedys, one that I want to shout out about the Kennedys was Carl's affair. I know. Was
1: That's that immediate. it was with his
0: secretary, wasn't he?
1: Was it not with Annalise? Was she his secretary? I'm sure I, he had a thing with Annalise.
0: It might have been. Maybe, maybe she was his secretary. I can't remember, but yeah. Uh now you said Annalise, that definitely rings a bell. But yeah, and I can remember Susan finding that and giving him the mother of all slaps. It was yes, an impressive slap. As you would. But Susan Kennedy was was attractive. She was an attractive woman. I was. She was. I, if if I'd have been Carl Kennedy, I wouldn't have been seeing no one I'd have been very very happy with Susan Kennedy. I think that's that's silly on his part. The other two that I I want to throw out storyline wise was another Harold one. Do you remember <laughs> Harold's dream from nineteen
1: ninety? No, what was Harold's dream?
0: I remembered the dream, but I couldn't remember the the background behind it, so I looked it up. And basically, he was under the impression, he kind of, I don't know if it gave some false information, that he'd inherited some land in Scotland from her death. <laughs> and he had a dream that he was like an Earl of Scotland or a Scottish king, and he's playing bagpipes, and he's in a kilt, dancing around, and all sorts of stuff. And then uh, it turns out that someone else got the land, not,
1: not he. Oh, I mean, Harold, he's a very lovable character. And his tuba
0: And bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Patreon exclusive. That'll be coming <laughs> up. Don't worry. Uh, and then this one, Cheryl Stark. Do you remember yeah. Cheryl?
1: I do, because I've mentioned her previously. So let's see if you're going to repeat it.
0: Oh, is it that she got played by two actors? No. Oh, cool. Um, she got played by two actors, much oh. like Pippa. But I might be wrong. I could have this wrong. I need. I didn't check this. Um I think the original shell came back because what happened was her son was uh, caught in Ecuador uh, smuggling drugs, or they thought it was smuggling drugs. So she went to Ecuador and disappeared for a bit. And then when she came back, the, the actor playing her had got ill. So they replaced her. I don't know if they did actually swap around again, but yeah. Um, and she died as well. That was sad. I remember that one being quite sad. She got run over. That's was-
1: the bit that i've said before yet because she was saving her daughter Mm -hmm. and actually guess who was on the scene at the time for that as well carl kennedy old dr death
0: (laughs) yeah because i remember that gave him a knock of confidence a knock of self-confidence he didn't feel like he could do it anymore Mm. and then who was it that brought him around there was someone and they (laughs) well (laughs) (laughs) he's not touching what i'm touching now (laughs) on him um, but yeah, you have to do that thing. Is it called a tracheotomy? Where you cut the throat oh. and put like a pen in? <sighs> he did that to someone afterwards, and then then he got his confidence back, and then then he went on an earth of Annalise.
1: And I don't know why. I don't know at all why this has reminded me of this. But oh my god, can you remember when Cody got shot? Can you remember Cody?
0: I mean, Cody the, Willis. The name rings a bell, but I really can't. She I got can't remember. shot
1: in um, Madge's house. I don't know why, though.
0: It's amazing that I can remember Harold's dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the character it or someone getting shot. But no, they were, they were mine. Uh, I'd also looked at um, sort of the Harold dying, which we spoke about, and Bouncer's dream, which I vaguely remembered, but I think I remember that more because it's still talked about like a bit. Mm. Do you remember when Bouncer had that dream? But I have got my top ten. And again, these aren't in any particular order, so I'll run through these. Libby Kennedy. I really like the character of oh, Libby swear. Kennedy.
1: Yeah, but I like
0: that. I think every oh. good programme needs that.
1: Yeah, but they shouldn't be your favourite. Well, oh, oh, I was going to go, like, apologise there, but then I've just realised what you did to my entire list of friends. But like, just, no one wants a square.
0: <laughs> no one wants anyone to spit in their face, but whatever. <laughs> um, John Mangle is obviously in my list because uh, he was just a lovely character. Again... Came from, uh, like like you said, the the troubled background, a bit of a rebel, and then he's, yeah. he's blown up. Dorothy Burke.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Was a lovely character. The Cheryl Principal. Stark. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cheryl Stark, I mentioned. Jim Robinson, obviously, has to be on the list. Someone who I genuinely couldn't find any good storylines about, because I specifically looked, I mean, there was kind of one, but it was in the 2000s. But I, I really struggled to find any really good storylines for, but Lou Carpenter.
1: Oh, I, I loved Lou love Carpenter. Carpenter. It was Carpenter awesome. Ellsman.
0: Yeah. The only good storyline I could find from from uh, regarding Lou Carpenter was when, I, I, I don't know if there had been like a storm or something and the, the cafe had collapsed on him and uh, someone had to save him because he'd, he was under all the rubble. I think it was Susan Kennedy who saved him. It was under all the rubble, but that wasn't what was killing him. It was the fact that he was choking on a bit of food.
1: Oh, oh dear.
0: <laughs> and she had to get a bit of food out, but
1: I mean, um, he'd probably been quite upset at Cheryl dying, her being his wife and all. So that probably affected him.
0: Yeah, but it, it you know when you think back, and it, again, I've probably not got the best recollection of this, but I think Joe Mangle, when when his wife died, he owned that. I can remember that bothering, but with Lou, it, it didn't, it wasn't the same. It didn't feel the same thing for it, and I know it's not quite as traumatic. I know it's different circumstances, but it never felt the mm. same. And it, it came, I think he came in as like the used car salesman. It was always just that jolly bloke in the background.
1: You used to wind Harold up as well. It took yeah. a long time. Harold hated him, and they eventually became friends. Was he was
0: was was he with Madge at one point? Yeah, and when Harold were, came back.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think even when. When Harold and Madge were married, Lou used to wind Harold up about the fact that him and Madge used to be boyfriend and girlfriend, and they all knew each other when they were younger.
0: Yeah. Um Helen Daniels is also on my list because just a stalwart of the show. And I think that when I think of these soaps, when I think of characters, it's not always like the standout characters. It's it's the characters that make the show. And you think of Helen Daniels again, it's not like um mm. She's not like an epic, world-beating character, but it's just... It's one of them people, you think Helen Daniels... You, sorry, you think of Neighbours, you think of um, yeah. Jim Robinson, you think of Helen Daniels. Cal um, Kennedy. Yeah, oh. yeah, everyone loves cow Kennedy. Um, and I, you know, I, I can remember the Kennedys moving in, mm. and it's it seeming like quite a big thing, and I don't know yeah. why. I don't know if it was advertised, you know, because sometimes... You know, when they put some out as advert, then it sticks in your memory a bit more. I can remember watching the show when the Kennedys moved in and it feeling quite a big thing, and they're probably the four of the characters that I remember the most about.
1: Well, um, it was big deal because the Willisers moved out, So Doug Willis and Pam Willis, um, they moved out. So I think it might have been because of that. But the thing I always remember about that house is there was a story that I probably might be borrowing into the 80s again, was Doug was a builder and he knocked, there was a pillar, and he knocked it and Pam was convinced the whole house was going to fall down. Spoiler alert, it did not.
0: The the riveting storylines that would go on.
1: I always remember that.
0: If you're having a will or want it like that, it needs to fall down for it to be relevant.
1: Well, no, he had his day. He had uh-huh. his moment. Paul Robinson. Yeah, now Paul Robinson's really interesting because originally the kind of the sensible son that's taken over the family business from Paul and um, from Jim. And so just like like businessman and stuff like that. And then obviously had his thing with the twins, married Chrissy, wanted a bit of Caroline, all got a bit complicated, but eventually um, chose Chrissy. Lovely. And then there, we were another like couple where they were, we're just going to move, just going to move away. And this is the other thing. What I like about Neighbours is... People move away, but they never come back for Christmas. (laughs) They just don't go and see Even though it's a really tight-knit family, they never, ever come back. It's always, always have to go and see them. Um, But he came back, but then became super villain. And again, 2000s when he comes back and then he's like, the uber bad Paul uh, Paul Daniels. (laughs) 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 Paul Robinson. But yeah, I'd agree great character
0: and then unleash a zombie apocalypse
1: yeah
0: i mean that's a story arc exactly um now i've obviously focused on the 90s uh but my final character from neighbors is probably my favorite neighbors character of all time which would be
1: toady oh yeah
0: i was a big fan of toady um originally came in as stonefish's brother Mm mm-hmm um, and it, again, another rebellious one that came in, and then it was made good. And it was one of those things with him, it, it always felt like whenever anything good happened, you know, take two steps forward and take three back, much like with the whole D getting married thing, you know. Yeah, became one. a lawyer. I don't remember what he became
1: Beca- a lawyer.
0: Yeah, well, I'll gather that now because <laughs> <laughs> you just told me. <laughs> but, but no, I, I think the last, my last sign memories around that were that that wedding i think that was probably around mm. about the time i stopped cuz that must be early 2000s and i think that if i, I think that's probably when i stopped watching and part of it probably was a bit like i don't need him to kill off todd's wife the day they get married they don't need to do that
1: but i think the other thing was they did similar with her like with harold where never found a body so she'd almost disappeared. And again, I stopped watching it soon after that, but I'm pretty sure they did something where someone who looked a lot like D came back, and then they were like, it's evil D."
0: Well, she had a twin sister. Yeah. So they probably did something along that. Um, I, I don't know. I think, I'd, I think I'd kind of given up on it by then. I think that, yeah, early 2000, I stopped watching both, and I think that... Yeah, I think that was probably one of the turning points. I, like, I, I'm repeating myself a little bit, but it's just that I, I, I do think there was a bit of me that's like, yeah, I don't need you to kill Toadfish's wife on their wedding day. Mm. You don't need to go that far. That You know, they give it a year, like they did with Angel and Shane. Let him, let him have a year. I don't need Toadfish's wife to die on their wedding day. That's fine.
1: Because they'd also had a lot of, will they won't they, get together. There'd been about two or three years, I think, that they might not even get together. There's something around her storyline and the fact that the actress in real life got hit by a bus oh. um, and didn't die, but had severe injury to her face.
0: Um, maybe that's why she left. I don't know. But in which case, I should go Sam, going back. Our neighbours an apology. Um, <laughs> but the other thing, and this touches someone on some of the stuff you talk about sometimes in the, uh, the heart, uh, you know, I might love my horrors and that kind of stuff, but heart, I'm an old romantic. And there's a bit of me that looks at Toddy and thinks, if Toddy can get a D, then, then there's hope for me. Oh, that's twice I've runged.
1: That's yeah. twice
0: in one episode. We should start a new series, Terry's yeah. Rhymes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, don't pull faces at that.
1: Sorry. <laughs> Don't think Benjamin Zephaniah's shaking his boots.
0: Well, I'm on just starting. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. if I'm doing this now, unintentionally, imagine where I'll be in 20 years.
1: Yeah.
0: Probably doing the sixes on this show. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I think that, I, you know, that that would have been early 2000. So again, I'd have been 1920 around that time when that happened. So I know we're coming out of like slight, slightly again, but... I think it was there was a bit of that with me. It's like, there's hope for me yet, kind of thing, and um, yeah. And then my hope was ruined and dashed. So I stopped watching all soaps apart from The Bill.
1: Oh, yeah. And then even um, even then, one of them still got June.
0: What's it called? April. No, you're right. She'll called June. The reason why I'm thinking of April is because I used to pretend to my friends at school that I had a girlfriend called April. <laughs> and the reason I thought of April was because um, they asked me what she would called, and I was like, oh, yeah, I've got a girlfriend. She was a different school, you know, and that's um, what she was called. And <laughs> I had the name June in my head, and I thought, I can't say June because then they'll think I'm talking about the bill. Mm. Of course they won't. So, because June's in my head, one well, for April.
1: It's mm. a nice name. Mm.
0: It was a complete fabrication. I didn't have a girlfriend called April. Oh. I've never had a girlfriend called April. I've never had a girlfriend after a month. Oh. Or any no. period of time.
1: No. There we go.
0: That's me with neighbours and home, on away. And me. Final thoughts?
1: They were good for our age at the time. And I've got a lot of warm memories for them. Um, but I've got no desire to pick them back up and start watching again.
0: Would you go back and watch, like if they did like um, a 10-episode review of some of these storylines, would you go back and watch those 10 episodes?
1: I would want what, could I choose them?
0: Yeah, so like, for example, the the Howard, not Howard, Harold one, (laughs) you maybe watch the episode where he died and the episode where he come back you know, some of those storylines, yeah. would you watch them out of curiosity?
1: I tell you, the one I would have to watch would be um, Charlene's Wedding because I have no idea why. I used to, I, I was a kid, so I was only about four when that was on. And for some reason, I managed to miss the episode where they got married and it has is, it is stuck with me my whole life that I never saw it. Uh, so I would, I would definitely watch that one. But yeah, I would see some some classic moments there's also the one where lucy robinson gets kidnapped but again i don't know whether and that's like the third iteration of lucy robinson she her character got changed about four times
0: well in home Away*, and again we're coming out of the 90s slightly but there's two ones that stick out for me in the early 2000s i don't know i've got my hands on my hips while i'm saying this but but there's two ones that stick out for me in the early 2000s there's one, and I might be getting these names wrong, I think it was Selena, who, it was a storyline, so I'm going to say it, who fell in love with her sister's rapist. Oh. And then married him. Well, and then there was the a
1: whole episode.
0: Yeah, and then there was another one where, and I can't remember the name, I don't know if this was Neighbours or Home or no, Actually, it was definitely an Australian sub, where this cult leader kidnapped uh, a schoolgirl and then six months, and then get caught, and she's freed or whatever. And then six months later, he kidnaps her again, and That's then she gets Robinson. caught. It's what?
1: That was Lucy Robinson, wasn't What's it? Or was that a stalker?
0: It might it might have been Lucy Robinson. But yeah, three times the same person got kidnapped by the same kidnapper. How incompetent are those Australian police?
1: Well, yeah, you say that, but in 24, um, Jack Bower's daughter um, got kidnapped about three times.
0: Yeah, that's true. And Jack Bauer's was a badass. Oh
1: yes, 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 in all the right ways. It's... no. That was a, <laughs> it's That
0: was one of my favorite expressions I've ever pulled there.
1: <laughs> right, so we wrap it up.
0: I'm just intrigued at the whole Jack Bauer thing. <laughs> Now, I realise this, this is a Neighbours and Home and Away show, but I feel like I want to talk about 24 for a minute. My God! We'll save that for the 2000s. When was that? Was that 2000s or 2010s? 2010s, 2010s. I, I watched it late. I watched mm, I 24 did. after it had finished.
1: So I don't know if I talked about this before. So I, it was out it was a good few seasons in because boyfriend at the time had all the box sets and he was like, just watch it. I'll, I'll lend you the box sets for you to get caught up. And on the, so it's hard. that I don't want to do spoilers for this, but there was a character you think has gone away (laughs) in season one. And there was a picture of them on disc two of the box set. (laughs) But Oh, well they're coming back then, (laughs) are they? Thanks for that that's just like that's the worst way to have a spoiler ever but yes uh, i have to wait for the 2010s i'm guessing
0: um and i know that we'll cover this in depth we'll definitely cover this in depth in another episode but i do i'm intrigued while we're talking australian soaps i'm intrigued for your opinion or did you ever watch prisoner Blockage?
1: no um but i do know it was one of the things my grandma used to stay up to watch um and she was like an avid fan of it which just really amuses me because she she was a typical lovely grandma but <laughs> she liked this prison drama
0: yeah i mean like i say we'll, we'll we'll talk about it at some point i'm sure but it was that was my favorite australian soap i know you say you want the soap but serial drama whatever you want to call it. it it was my favorite one of all time and um there was an episode in that that broke me and i will mention it because it's like from 76 so spoilers or whatever you know, it's many years ago. Uh, the, the the they call them that top dog. The the woman that run the prison that was in charge, she'd been shipped off from Wentworth prison to Banhurst prison, so we never saw her because they only covered Wentworth prison. And then there was a fire at Banhurst, so some of the inmates that that were at Banas got moved over to Wentworth. And all the the, um, the inmates that went with were getting excited, thinking this this top dog, uh, qu- uh, Bee, they were called the uh, Queen Bee, uh, they excited, thinking she were coming back. So when the, these inmates come in from Banas, oh, what is Bee coming? Is Bee coming? Like, no, she didn't fire. And I'm like, I was Ooh. devastated because it were really flippant. And you could see the way they'd done it is because they didn't want, they either didn't want to or the, character, the, the actor didn't want to come back. So it's like, we need to put this to bed pretty quick. And they just kind of got it out of way, but the the inmates at Wentworth were devastated. She'd should died. And I would devastated. And I would have been early mid teens, maybe when I was watching that. Um, I was devastated with, with that. Um that was one of another episode that broke me. And there was a good two or three episodes on Cellblock that that broke me.
1: Well, I should look forward to getting to discuss them when we inevitably go to the seventies in season two. Now it's in your head.
0: Uh yes. Um we'll we'll do several specials on that. We'll oh. do one episode by episode.
1: So, okay for Patreon.
0: Maybe I'll do my own podcast for that. <laughs> I wonder if there is a podcast for cell block. I'm gonna go check oh, there after will this. Be. I'm gonna go check, and if not, there will be by tomorrow. <laughs> You'll see new Terry does cell block. There you go. Yep. Uh, you've heard of Queen B. This is Queen T. Yay, Queen T. my name from sidekick to Queen T. I like it. Yeah. I
1: like it better than sidekick.
0: Yeah. It's not as insulting. So. <laughs> All right. Well, we're second a slight detour from the Australian soaps there. Eh? Um, <laughs> so do you want to, uh, oh, we best add tell people where they can find us. Tell, I did the Patreon thing at the start, so you can tell people where they can find us. There's some vicious head-shaking going on. You know, even dignify me with a no. Right, okay, if you are still listening now, then uh, well done. <laughs> very, very proud of you for making it through to the end of this show. Um, hope you enjoyed it. But if you want even more Decapod goodness, and mentioned several times throughout the show, the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Decapod. There'll be a link in the show notes for a five-a-month to get a whole host of goodness. Why are you laughing? I do not understand. <laughs>
1: When you listen back, listen to the emphasis you put on (laughs) Decapod, because you kind of went facebook.com forward slash Decapod.
0: It's because I haven't checked the name of of the Patreon, because you set it up. And I'm like, is it actually that, the name? So I could be reading out the wrong name, so I'm just emphasising Decapod. Either way, five a month, you get at least two bonus shows. You get the video stuff going up there as well. You get other bonus stuff that we'll talk about as we go along. And I mentioned before, you get your own private show that is going to be you're coming on talking about a top 10. But aside from that, you can find us on all the socials. One of them we use, which is Facebook, uh search for Decapod on Facebook, or you can find us on Twitter and on Instagram and on TikTok. And if you're going on TikTok, if you may male, just stay away from anyone that talks about crazy X's because there's a bit of craziness going on over there um yeah that's where you can find us and make sure you come to the group the group is a wonderful place we're full of wonderful people that genuinely uh, as we're recording this we release patreon into the the group today and told them about it and they've just shown it a whole host of love which is really really nice so uh thank you to our wonderful magnificent seven um that is soon bumped up to a magnificent 70 but you will always be referred as magnificent seven and that is all i've got to talk about and promote would you care to wrap up the show mighty? Emmy Markham.
1: (laughs) No problem. So this was the Australian soap special focusing specifically on Neighbours and Home and Away. So talking about Home and Away and its more serious um, storylines, the school under siege, did Don Fisher make it out? We think so because Marilyn would have been very upset had he not. We've got the stalwarts of ALF. And we've got Elsa and her troubled past, Irene, who was a drinker but became a un and was allowed to foster children for some reason. The two Pippers and Bobby's ghost in the fridge, um, as well as um, lovers that were just not meant to be that got together. They got a year together and then one of them died because <laughs> died. <they> got- <laughs> But they were surfer types, if I remember correctly, and then had a child after the death of the child's father. So that was (laughs) hoping there's going to be so many comments after this. And then, neighbors, the one that started it, the one that came in before, we had Harold coming and then going and then coming back again. We had Helen dying on the sofa, uh, but also being on. Um, a standing for a saucy author Um, and then we also had Libby taking photographs that looked like buttocks you had Todd and Josh with the acid in his eyes the indispensable Jim Robinson dying by the taps and then of course um, Lou Carpenter of no noteworthy storyline that was Neighbours and Home and Away let's wrap it up really quickly before I get told off
0: a couple of things (laughs) Firstly, why why were you we only laughing when you were talking about the deaths? It's like you were rolling it through with them. When you got to a death, you started laughing. And and secondly, if, if anyone's listening to this and they're just sort of listening to the audio version, genuinely, go and check out the video and just watch the last five minutes because you'll see that, that me doing my, my, my social promotion, my arms are all over the place. There's just full-on body movement. And then when Emma does her show wrap-up, it's like dead still. There's no movement. There's a bit of head nodding, but there's like, it's like, it's really contrasting there. And yeah, out of the two of us, I'm definitely sort of more introverted and more reserved. So that's quite weird.
1: Yeah. My arms are moving under my camera.
0: (laughs) Anyway, I need to go because I've got eight Keanu Reeves films to watch. So there's no amusing post-credit sting for this one. We didn't appear to uh, record one. So you've just got me, I'm afraid. So one thing I am going to mention is that we didn't at all speak about sharks, which just baffles me. Listening back to the edit of this, there's no mention of sharks. And yet the recurring theme, particularly in Home and Away, but also in Neighbours, is sharks. How many shark attacks has there been in in sort of the Australian soaps? Again, particular home and away. And why is it always Alf that goes and saves them? And he'll go and fish the shark and save the shark from his little tugboat. I don't know why we didn't mention sharks. I don't know why it's always Alf. But there we go. And a little final note. Patreon.com forward slash Decapod. Have a great day.